0: All right, I want to welcome on my next guest. We've got Her- Carolina Hurricanes, and ACC reporter for Fox Sports South, Abby Labar. Abby, has everything going for you?
1: Hi, good. How are you? Thankful. Uh, I know we were just talking. Thankful that everyone's getting vaccinated yeah. and uh, we can get fans back in the building, yeah. so things are going well.
0: So for the entire season, have you guys been letting people in?
1: So we started about um, March, the beginning of March. So really just this month, we've had fans. I think we just had like our seventh or eighth game with fans in the building. So we have about 3,000, which wow. doesn't seem like a lot, but it does when you go from yeah. having absolutely nobody to people in the building. So it's been really nice.
0: <laughs> so do, they have, do they have to wear a mask? Are they tested or just I was a worker? No, so no
1: testing. So everything's like pretty like anybody they open it up to season ticket holders so you know really anybody who wants to buy tickets can come if they feel comfortable and oh, cool. everyone has to wear masks and they have to spread everybody out like uh, a certain distance so to yeah. kind of keep everything safe but okay. they have like the concourse is split up into like one way and another way so like you can only walk this way on the right side and you can only walk this wow. way on the left side just to make sure nobody's like
0: running into each other but That's hey you gotta do what you gotta do and then are you are you traveling to road games you guys just doing home games
1: just home. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like, we'll get, um we'll get a, uh, sorry, I have videos playing in the background. Um, we, we will have a home game and like we'll have the fans. And then, like, yesterday we had a home, uh, road game and we go back in the building and it's like so quiet compared to like when we normally have fans in there. So it's That's definitely fun. interesting, but it's been fun. And
0: right, so, for people like myself who not watched much hockey this year, a lot of stuff going on, especially you got <laughs> March Madness, basketball, football, yeah. baseball's coming back. All right. What, what should non-hockey fans know about what, what's happened in hockey so far this year?
1: All right. Well, so for starters, if you really want to go, what's happening? Like, you know, very basics. Uh, the divisions in the conferences were totally switched up this year, which has kind of provided something very exciting. And they did this because hockey has Canadian teams. Well, there's issues with the borders, just like you guys are seeing with the Toronto Raptors having to play in, what, Tampa, right? Yeah. Um, so they basically said in order to be able to do this and to help with travel, we have to split up our divisions this year based off of location. So there is a only Canadian division this year, which I know, uh, Canadian hockey fans love, actually a lot of hockey fans are pretty excited for this because a lot of people have wondered before, like, why aren't just the Canadian teams in a, in a division? So yeah, so it's called the North vision what's what's more fitting like we the north yeah the north North division so that is all the canadian teams and then you have the west division which is most of the teams out on the west coast and then you have the east division um which is essentially most of the teams on the east coast but we fell into like that weird area where they weren't really sure like okay do we keep because they had too many teams in the east so they pulled us and even nashville even though i know nashville's Technically, always been like the central division. Um, They're still kind of from a like regional standpoint, like when you look at it, sometimes you want to push them over. And the Florida teams were kind of controversial too. So, in order to kind of work it out so that teams weren't having to travel far, they put us, um, the two Florida teams, into the central division and they pulled Dallas, who technically is normally west, into the central division as well. So, the Canes are a part of the central division, which is like, an ensemble of like these teams that have never really been in a division for a long time uh, together, and so it's been fun. Like at least for us, you know, I can't speak for for hockey fans in some of the other uh, divisions who are, are stuck playing their same teams, but I, I can imagine it's fun for the Canadian division. I can imagine, uh, you know, it's been fun for us in the Central Division. I don't know the East and West because those are kind of the same teams that have always really played each other. But, um, yeah, there's been a lot of excitement about about facing new teams that you don't often get to see as much. Um, Like Dallas, we only normally see twice in a season. And we're facing them eight times this season. So that's the other kicker with this hockey season. You can only play inside your division. That's why they did it. So we don't see any other teams outside of the central division. We are playing every single team inside the central eight times. So it's like, totally feels like playoff hockey as you start, as we've started to kind of get past the halfway mark, because we're playing these teams like five, six more times. Um, and it's, it's insane. Um, so it's been really fun. It's been very different, uh, but it's been really cool.
0: So, so no wonder Tom Wilson got so pissed off of that one guy Okay. That's that's the only thing I've heard about hockey this year is Tom Wilson clocked a guy and he's in trouble. If
1: if, there is not a headline that Tom Wilson is clocked a guy, then there's something wrong with this hockey season. So at least that makes us feel a little bit normal because Tom Wilson is still Tom Wilson.
0: (laughs) Has there been a lot of COVID issues amongst the players or the guys been responsible?
1: Yeah. So uh, we went through a wave. It's pretty much kind of what we saw during football season, right? Like each team goes through their wave and then, you know, they kind of like lock in and a couple of the guys already had it. And so uh, you know knock on wood we've been okay yeah. since our first like good. wave that we had um we had a little bit of a, a stumble in the beginning of january where we had like five guys out uh, but since then we have you know we've been rocking and rolling which has been great so you you try you know you try to argue and this is the same in every league with every sport like if you're gonna have it you'd rather get the team have it over yeah. with at the beginning of the season yeah. do they it in the middle and um you know you don't want to have it at all but you yeah. know we're lucky we kind of did get to sweep it under the rug and, and hopefully we're we continue to trend upwards
0: so Dallas is in the central division mm-hmm. for hockey and they're in the NFC East for football. Cause that, yeah, makes right? sense. Like, that makes sense for both. Right. How
1: does that even work? I know. I've always
0: wondered, I've always want to ask, cause I've talked to a bunch of former Cowboys players and I want us to be like, Hey, you guys know you're in the wrong division, right? Yeah, and I, but what? I'm not going to ask, not going to ask them that. Who makes that <laughs> no, It's that's unbelievable. Um, Any guys this year, I'm trying to think, are there any guys this year that are kind of having like a breakout season? Maybe names we haven't heard before or guys that maybe, or maybe coming sure. out late like a late, maybe a late career surge.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we're going, if we're going hurricanes, like, if, if, Hey, if you're talking just guys in general in the league, yeah. the hurricanes are going to come up because they have been playing so well. And there are some names that have really emerged. The one in particular, um, and it's funny, a friend of mine um, who writes for the athletic, she joked about this the other day, like, uh, this is the guy that the Canadian teams finally realize he's a player in the league, you know, at the, at the end, cause they are always in there, you know, the C- Canadian teams are always uh, so obsessed with the Connor McDavid's of the world. They forget that, that the little guys exist. So uh, Marty Natchez, uh he's a player for the hurricanes that he's 22 years old. He's in his second season with the NHL team, but he was drafted in 2017. Um, so he's kind of, he's, he played at the AHL level for a year and he, you know, we were talking to him the other day and he was like, I was actually, he literally said these words. I was pissed off that I had to play at the, at the minor league level at the AHL level for a year, but that gave him the the motivation and confidence to be able to play once he got moved up to the NHL club. So he's just been on fire. He's capturing um, and turning heads of, of a lot of people in this league. And, um, you know, the Hurricanes in general have had a younger team, um, but it's a younger team that now has two seasons of playoff experience under their belts. So, um, you know, if the Hurricanes make a run and make it to the cup final, it should be no surprise for anybody. So um, I'm trying to think of like other teams of, of some young players that have really emerged. It's so hard because we're like so engulfed in just yeah. the central division. Yeah. Um, it's like, what else is happening outside? I think the Florida Panthers are like the team that just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, you know, for the last few years, they've, they've struggled. Um, they went through a coaching change, and um, they have some extremely strong talent on that team that is really just emerging this season. Um, and I think it just kind of came out of left field. Uh, their head coach is, is Joe Quimble, who, who um, you know, has a great reputation as a head coach in the National Hockey League. And so I think people knew when he took over that, they would be in good hands, but we didn't expect to see them at the top of the league right now um, like, you know, the, Can- the Canes are. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a, a different season, an unexpected season, but it's been fun.
0: Do you think because they, they have all the different divisions just geographically, once playoffs come, like, you're just going to be like, okay, this team's maybe a lower-seeded team that maybe was in a tougher division is just going to smoke somebody that had it easy?
1: Yeah, that's what's going to be really interesting, right? Because, like, when we were in, you know, normal – normal life um our central or our uh metro division our original division was always one of the more competitive divisions but you got to like you got thrown into playing you know other teams and like you got your experience against the boston bruins who we ended up losing to you know twice in the playoffs um and so i think that's going to be it's a really great point that you bring up because you're not even getting a taste of what the other divisions have to offer like you and not to mention, you, you haven't played those some of those teams in over a year, almost even, you know, a year and a half for, for some of the teams that you saw early last season. Um, so I think that's going to be a really interesting topic and storyline come the the conference finals. And which I don't even think they're technically called the conference finals because we don't have conferences. Um, but come, the you know, the two finals games, um, the last two rounds when you are playing these these teams outside of your division. So. Yeah, that'll be, it'll be interesting.
0: So, so the guys are all in their home cities and they're just traveling in between three other cities besides their, um, okay. Yeah. So there's,
1: um, how many teams are in each division?
0: There's an odd number of teams in hockey, right? I always thought that was bizarre.
1: Six. What's that?
0: There's an odd number of teams in hockey, right? There's
1: 31 now. There used to be 30 because they just added, they just added Seattle, but Seattle's not technically Okay. Okay. Or wait, maybe yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, thirty-one. The
0: Krakens, I know that. that the Krakens,
1: yeah, Kraken. yeah. I don't know so, how you uh, odd,
0: odd numbers. That's wild to me, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so technically right now we're even because okay. you know, since we have thirty, the Kraken haven't yeah. technically started playing yet. Um, I think that's right. Now I'm second guessing myself. No, that's definitely right. Seattle I think, Kraken. I think
0: you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. They start
1: this next season because we have okay. the, um, we have the expansion draft
0: coming. Oh, cool. And then, so with the Caps, as I'm here in D.C., um, is this, I feel like every season, like they're kind of they're a little bit, they're a little bit down, then they're like one of the best teams in hockey. And then aside from a couple of years ago, they just kind of fall off in the playoffs. Is that gonna happen again?
1: I hope so, because we don't like playing the Capitals. <laughs> um, no, the Capitals, it's so fun because the last couple of years we've kind of like, you know, it, there's that goes back to like how they realign the divisions this year. Yeah. There's good and bad. You know the good is we get to see some different teams um the also good is i guess we don't have to deal with you know teams like the Bruins and the Capitals that we we've, we've uh, mounted these postseason rivalry with but then the bad is you don't get to see the Bruins and the Cap you know those rivalries are fun right especially yeah. when they start to marinate over the last couple of years yeah. um so yeah I, I don't know i hope that uh we don't have to, to see them again but at the same time we have had our success against the Capitals uh recently so I could go either way.
0: And I know Tampa Bay won it uh, last year. Did they look like they're going to repeat?
1: They are in our division. And so that's what's, you know, they're the team that we're struggling against right now. Um, the Hurricanes have seven losses. Three of those are from Tampa Bay. So that's the, you know, the team that we need to, to remind ourselves, like yeah. we're going to have to beat them in the regular season to be able to make the run that we need to in the postseason against them, because they are, they're no joke. I mean, they're doing exactly what they, it's, you know, the same guys from last season. It's yes. um, you know the guys that won the cup. They know they know how to do it, and um, especially in this COVID world, I think that's the mm-hmm. big thing that a lot of people forget. Like. And I remember like Rob Brennamore was always saying that when they, when the teams were in the bubble for the playoffs, it was such a mental, it was more of a mental yeah. game versus a physical yeah. game. Um, and the teams that kind of made it towards the end were the ones that mentally were still checked in. Like it's so easy to mentally check out when you're in a bubble environment like that. Hopefully, and I don't think this is the case. There's still, you know, the details still have to come out. I don't think they would do a bubble again this year. But it's still a season that's mentally taxing on you, yeah. because of the amount of games and, um, you know, the, the protocols and not seeing family. Yeah. And um, so it's going to be another one of those seasons where you have to be a mentally tough team to be able to make it and, and eventually win the cup. And so, you know, obviously Tampa has been through that and they have that yeah. experience. So, um, you know, they can take that and, and use that as an advantage.
0: Also, Florida's in 2025 and their pandemic's over, so they're pretty much good on that, <laughs> right? Yeah. I know, yeah, that's true. I guess,
1: they're, I guess their protocols are a little different
0: yeah, now. Yeah. Some, once you get there, you're automatically five years ahead, yeah. Um, and then, with and then you brought up about the Canadian teams as a kind of like the border issue. What are they going to do for the playoffs, assuming there's going to be Canadian teams playing American teams?
1: I think that's why there still hasn't been anything official that's really come out as far as what the playoffs look like, um, because I think that's something that they're still working out. I, a part of me wonders if there's a scenario where they all have to come down to the States and basically um, quarantine before the playoffs and then they'll kind of bubble themselves or, you know, whatever until yeah. they can play the other teams. That's going to be something that's really interesting. And yeah. we'll all be on the lookout to watch um, because it doesn't seem like Canada's really eased a ton of restrictions. Yeah. And I know the border situation is still pretty much the same. So yeah, yeah. that's been, that's been the tough part too, with like trades and um, you know, the trade deadlines coming up. So like, that's been a big thing with the, with the trade deadline. Like teams are probably going to start making moves sooner than later because guys have to quarantine once they get to the team. um, If they had to travel like via airplane and stuff. And so you don't want to acquire a guy to make a playoff run and then he have to sit out for two weeks. Like what's the point in that, you know? So um, you know, everything has like a strict strategy behind it this season, which is uh, you know, really
0: interesting. I have a question. If I handed you a blank map of Canada, could you point out each city that is a Canadian NHL team?
1: I, I think I can now. Yeah. So like yeah. we can like pretend like this yeah. is a map. Yeah. Um, so you have like Toronto. I know it's like obviously yeah. straight up from New York. Yeah. You can get there. Um, and then it goes, Montreal is like the next closest to Toronto. I think it goes Toronto, Montreal, and yeah. then Edmonton, Edmonton, you could, Winnipeg, and Vancouver you offer, you are me, like keep, all over here.
0: You could offer me $500,000 to find Edmonton on a map and you keep, you keep your <laughs> money.
1: In my defense, I haven't traveled yet with the team Is my yeah. first season doing this and we're all at home so at least i haven't like been there and had to like figure out where they were so
0: no because i know somebody posted a couple weeks ago on twitter they were like hey if i handed you a blank map the united states and i gave you a million dollars for every state you could correctly identify but if you but you know you you gotta finish so if you you can get one for everyone you can get but if you get one wrong you get no money how many could you get and i'm thinking wait a minute how did, nobody knows. I don't. I can't. I couldn't. maybe I could probably yeah. be twenty. I get the coasts. I can get the yeah, coasts. Right? Canada, have, no like, chance. Yeah, yeah,
1: no shot. No, now, when shot.
0: you said Montreal is next to turn I thought Montreal. I'm thinking I get them it in Vancouver. Be them in vancouver, I'll, I'll oh, no. and vancouver i always mixed up i might so, be wrong
1: but vancouver I, is really far west so i think okay. more east than. okay i
0: think yeah because vancouver's sort of near seattle I, I yes. no yeah i have no idea yeah. canada is like a different world to me. i know um and then so i want to ask your um so you, you cover uh, acc for fox sports math you covered a lot of games this year. i think i saw you did a bunch of boston college games this year we're getting yeah. close to the nfl draft are there any guys you've seen some film this year you've watched you think you're going to be there that are going to excel at the next level
1: Oh gosh, you put me on the spot because i like football was so long ago, right? <laughs> I'm like so engulfed in hockey. I, I have to compartmentalize my season sometimes until there's yeah. like a little bit of a overlap. I'm trying to think Boston College, who did they have this season? Um, they always have good running back. Did David David Bailey, he ended up transferring, never heard didn't
0: he? I have no I've never heard of him. Maybe. not possibly. Yeah, I've never. Only running, I think, think they are running back a couple of years ago who was like the, a Heisman AJ
1: Dillon was their big guy. Yeah, big he went to the
0: Packers last year, career. yeah.
1: Um, oh, they, their quarterback, uh, Phil Jerkovit. Um, I think
0: I've heard that name.
1: Yeah, so he he was really good. I'm trying to think of what, he's only a sophomore though. So he was okay, going, going to the draft. Um, no, Jeff Happley did a great job with uh, that Boston College program. Um, I'm trying to think of like what other, so who else did I cover? I covered Syracuse. Um, Syracuse had some quarterback issues, okay. so none of their. Oh, yeah, because they had the the quarterback who was a senior, um, Tommy DeVito, that had been there for a while, and he went down with an injury because he was like the top of the town yeah. until he got an injury. So I don't know what his status would be. Um,
0: did you co- Did you cover? Um, Virginia. Draft did you cover Virginia Tech or Clemson at Virginia all?
1: Tech. Yep, yeah, I didn't cover Clemson. I covered. We did. Did we do? Yeah, we did a Virginia Tech. Actually, no. Maybe I'm thinking of 2019. God, I'm getting my years mixed up. So I did. I did a couple Syracuse games. Okay. I did Boston College. I did Wake Forest. Wake. They have a lot
0: of guys that are going to be the draft. Yeah, so Wake
1: Forest is always good because Dave Clawson does a great job at um, developing those guys. So Suleiman. I can never say his last name. Suleiman Kamara. Yeah. Oh, so oh, I'm thinking.
0: It's, he is uh,
1: six, a big. Okay. Uh, he's a big.
0: Uh, oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's a he's a cool guy. He's got a cool story. Um, where he kind of, um, you know, he he got there out of high school. I don't think he was a starter uh, initially. His high school story is pretty interesting. Like he really just started playing because his brothers played, and um, you know, he came from a different country. Or His parents oh, wow. came from a different country. He's got this really cool story, but he's one of those guys that Dave Clawson has developed. That's worked his way up um and will end up in the draft they've got the other guy um I know they have Basham. yeah yeah Boogie Basham is the other guy um so Suleiman and Boogie Basham are the two uh two ends for them that are just like, I have a good I think they have a good
0: rec- receiver and then I know they had a quarterback who transferred to Georgia I really like yeah so they
1: had Jamie Newman transferred to transferred to georgia which uh i don't know what i don't think,
0: he, pl- was- I don't think he played i want won't watch out. yeah he opted okay out.
1: yeah film
0: looks great i think I, I think out. and yeah. then
1: um sage surratt who's actually he's great receiver
0: hometown. oh really
1: so, yeah he opted out he's friends with my brother which is ironic so actually chad surratt who plays for unc the surratt brothers so yeah chad, they both went to high school and are uh in our town and you gotta get them on the,
0: the, the podcast show. before the draft. I, yeah, I'll right. announce the pick. I'll announce you, you can get <laughs> they uh, can...
1: they played they played basketball and football. Oh, they cool. played basketball with my brother um then obviously played football. So yeah Cass is a good kid, good player. Sage is a great kid. I wish he would have played because he opted out of the Wake Forest yeah. and, um I wish he would have played but you know you gotta do what you gotta do. But I have a lot of respect for the Wake Forest program and yeah. Dave Clausen and what they do there. Um, I'm trying to think of like some of the programs that I've covered. Uh, like I said, Boston college was one of my favorites this season because of the respect that I have for Jeff Hafley and the ability yeah. for him to come in and just totally um, not that things needed to be turned around there, but from a culture standpoint, he did some different things that I think was really refreshing for the players. And so in a first year head coach, uh, a job with them, I don't see a ton of products coming out from from an NFL standpoint, but in, in the next three years or so, yeah. You know, you can totally expect some guys to to come out of some good products and play at the next level. And then, uh, yeah, Wake Forest, I have a ton of respect for. Um,
0: I know you're an NC State, NC State alum. Anybody, I know we got Kelvin Harmon a couple of years ago. He missed last yeah, year.
1: Kelvin is uh, Kelvin Harmon is a great person. Uh, you know, I'm really happy for him. Um, you know, Ryan Finley actually just got traded. I saw that. Big great. news. Big I news in the NFL. Was expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. But, um. Okay.
0: And I know the Bengals have a weight guy they have a week uh, I know the safety Bates Bates is a weight guy Maybe. Jesse Bates
1: oh yeah I think so too and then they yeah. all they have a couple uh Jermaine Pratt's a state guy he's a lot okay
0: plays Interesting.
1: for um yeah so uh let's see I'm trying to think of this past season
0: what was it com- oh, what was James, it like
1: James Smith Williams no he was the season before
0: this past year, like, hasn't happened. So, like,
1: I tell people that no. all the time. Like, I try to, like, no. go back and say, like, last season when I'm talking about things with the Canes. No. And I'm like, wait, was that last season? Because the no. reality was, like, really last season was, yeah. like, 2019. Yep. Because it, it didn't it, really finish. No. And so it was the same thing with football. Like, it all yeah. runs together. Yeah. Um, and it was no. just a crazy year altogether. But, no, um, yeah. no they, NC State's got young quarterbacks. Um, okay. so, you know, they're still kind of developing in that area. Nobody that would have come out. Um, that would be that you'd see in the draft, uh, a is a great wide receiver who I think, I think came back. Um, but he was one of those that we weren't sure what he was going to do. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good, like juniors that came out of this, this last season that were okay. juniors. I don't know what all their decisions ended up being. I think some of them, most of them ended up coming back. Um, you know, I think COVID kind of started, you know, helped make that decision, yeah. right? I mean, if I were if I were in their position, I would want to come back. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd hate to end a college season not on that note. Yeah. And just, I feel like, I don't know, you, can you really get the true, uh, a true season, you know, enough to really show that you're ready for the NFL when everything's yeah. going on and games are postponed and yeah. schedules are changed? Like, I don't know, you know? Well,
0: what was it like covering college football this past season? Like, I didn't think it was going to happen.
1: Oh, me neither. I was surprised at uh, the amount of games that I actually ended up getting on top of two postponements that I was even scheduled for. So I think I still ended up covering like six or seven games, um, which means I was originally scheduled for like eight or nine, which was yeah. huge. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a miracle we made it through, but you could see the exhaustion at the end, yeah. like the teams opting yeah. out of the bowl games. I don't blame them one bit. Like. Yeah. Why put your kids through that, Um, you know, and and I'm sure these coaches sat down and talked with their kids too. Like, what's the risk? What's the reward here? Like, are you guys ready to be done or do you want to keep going? And so, um, you know, you have to, to see what all those kids went through and, you know, at the end you know why they made the decisions that they did so was
0: it was it like a last minute thing each week when they'd say hey we need you or did you have enough time to kind of get your?
1: so so yeah so i mean like i was originally scheduled like i would normally would be scheduled but it would be on like a thursday or a friday before the game where i would get a call like your game's canceled so i would spend a (laughs) full week like prepping and then it would be like oh just kidding it's post it's either canceled or postponed there was one that was never made up because it was a um it was UNC versus Charlotte. So like they didn't, if it was a non ACC game, they weren't gonna make it up. And then there was one that got post, there was another one that got canceled. That was another situation like that, I think. And then one that just totally got postponed. So like it was scheduled for like November and then we ended up playing it on December 5th. And so I just switched my flight and everything to like that week. Um, So yeah, it it was a lot of adjusting on the fly. That's for sure.
0: Were you doing just everything like virtual with players or how yep. far were you spaced out?
1: Everything was, so like normally in a game, when I prep for game week, I get a couple phone conversations set up with players. Um, and so that's normal, like that. I do that in a normal season where I hop on the phone with them. The coaches meetings are where we go to the facilities on the Fridays before the Saturday games. And we sit down in the coach's office. They give us tours of the facility. We get that one-on-one time with them, that in-person time. and. Mm-hmm. And the exploring the facilities is cool too because they kind of tell you different stories as you see memorabilia hanging up and yeah. awards hanging up so you learn a lot about a program by doing all those little things and being around campus that you can incorporate into the broadcast that's what we didn't get to do this year so we did all of our coaches meetings via zoom which were fine um but you know because you're at least still getting them face to face but there's nothing like that true connection yeah. being in person especially when you're telling their stories too so um, you know, it's only a matter of time till we get back to, to that in-person stuff. So hopefully next season will be
0: be the same. Did you have to get like a rapid test before you every, every, every time you traveled or?
1: It depended on the school and the campus. Really? So yeah, which is interesting. Um, so like uh, Boston College was one of the ones where I had to get a test um, the week, like before I flew there. And then when I got there on campus, they tested me with their student athletes. So I had to get like a rapid test once I got there. Now, Syracuse, they like the state of New York required that you had a test or you could have an essential worker document. I had an essential worker document, so I didn't have to get a test for Syracuse. Um, there was a Wake Forest tested us um which was interesting too because i just drove there since i'm from so like i didn't even have to get on a plane but they still tested me that's weird um so yeah just it depended on the state and the school regulations and um they would just tell me each week what what i had to do and what i didn't have to do
0: do you still have to get tested for every game you work for the canes
1: Mm -mm, nope so yeah so there's different protocols in place uh for that as well so like basically you have like different passes like when you go into the arena so like we stay on the main concourse level, like that's where our set is. So we just come in the main entrance and go straight to our set. Whereas there's some employees like security and yeah. um, other people that are using the same hallways and entrances as the players are. So anybody that use, uses any sort of hallway or entrance that a player, staff or referee uses has to get tested on a regular basis. So it's interesting, it just all depends on where in the building you're working. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. That's
0: no, I've got. I've gotten yeah. tested three times. Once for once, I thought I had it. I didn't have it. I, <laughs> no. felt, I felt horrible. <laughs> um, one time was before Thanksgiving. Didn't. I, I've never yeah. gotten. It, so that's good. Cool. But the okay. first. I uh, remember I'll the first. The first time I got it, like. You remember when remember when you were a kid and you used to go to the dentist and they'd kind of hold they give you that laminated sheet and they say what flavor toothpaste do you want yeah so when they did that i did that i was at the drive-through testing thing and they said <laughs> and i kind of I said what flavors do you have and yeah, then right? the, lady, the lady goes this one and just shoves it up my nose i'm like i really like that she goes oh she goes she, she goes, try this one this one's better and did the other nostril. So i'm like that oh horrible. Man, that's that brutal horrible. yeah now nah, i'm glad Got the first dose of vaccine, hopefully getting it in a couple of weeks. No more stuff going up my nose anytime soon. Good. But before I let you go, um, how can people find you on social media? And then who is your dark horse to win the Stanley Cup this year?
1: Oh, um, all right. So they can follow me at Abby Labar um, underscore on Twitter because somebody already had the, the Abby Labar. Really?
0: You got to yeah. get that. You got to get that yeah. from them.
1: Isn't that interesting? My Instagram's just at Abby Labar though. So nobody okay. had that one. I didn't have to throw the underscore there. Um, so yeah, so that's my Twitter and Instagram. Um, anybody can message me for anything that they want. My direct messages are always open. Um, and my dark horse to win the Stanley Cup. That is one. I won't try to be biased and say the Hurricanes. That's the, we'll go dark. We'll say that the Hurricanes are the obvious choice to win the okay. Cup. Okay so we'll go dark horse angle would be
0: the washington capitals
1: i can't pick the capitals
0: no we'll really a damn it was a dark
1: horse. um i'm trying to think of somebody in the west right now i mean i would say the colorado avalanche i don't know if they're necessarily a dark horse because they've been so good in the last couple of years um but i think because they didn't Everyone expected them to, to make it last year, and they didn't. I'd love yeah. That would be a team I would root for. All right, that's, what on. that's what I'm it. betting on. That's sure. what
0: I'm betting on. I I'm going to take make the bet today. Colorado <laughs> Avalanche, Stanley Cup champions. Book yeah, it. Right? All right, yeah. But do appreciate you taking the time to chat. I know you're really, really busy. This has been awesome. So it really means a lot.
1: Of course. Thank you so much for having me.